This is episode 44 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. And today we are talking about spirituality and the coronavirus. There is a lot of panic and fear out there. People are experiencing fear and anxiety, and it's showing up in really interesting ways, like buying lots of toilet paper and water. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how spirituality can lessen fear and anxiety. What is the number one way to be more spiritual in the age of the coronavirus? And what questions do you need to ask yourself to bring more peace? Let's get started. Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host. I am a licensed psychotherapist, motivational coach, speaker, and author. I help people when they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating and overdieting. And today we're talking about something that's pretty timely to what's going on in our world right now. We're going to talk about spirituality and the coronavirus. You might be wondering how that fits with food and overeating And it really does because there's a lot of fear going on right now. And when we're not connected back with ourselves, we're going to end up overeating and over dieting and feeling bad about ourselves. Remember, spirituality is one of the six components of our feed your soul components. It's connected to mindfulness and mindfulness is about being connected with yourself, your kind of your, your higher self, your, your inner being. And that involves spirituality and whatever kind of faith you might have. So this is really applicable. I'm not going to talk about food at all today, but just know that this is one of the, the core components that will really help you get more grounded, especially right now, because I wanted this podcast to be timely and be able to to really be of service for where you're at. So currently there are a lot of people that are panicking or feeling really panicky, I should say, and buying items that appear to be odd to other people. There are lots of buying of um, lots of toilet paper and water. And the people that are doing that are really being shamed. I'm seeing lots of posts on Facebook and other ways that people are taking pictures of others that have a lot of toilet paper in their cart and they're really kind of shaming each other. And and even I had felt I had to justify when I went to Costco last week and bought a really large container of toilet paper. We were out and I like the Costco brand, but I felt I had to qualify why I was getting it and that it wasn't out of panic, but just we needed it. And, and that was where we like to go to get it. There's this kind of shaming of people right now of each other around this kind of excessive buying of the, like I said, the toilet paper, the water, but also hand sanitizer. And people are feeling really confused why others are doing this. But there's this sense of fear and anxiety that are really real. And I want to validate it for those of you that are feeling that way. I get it. I get why you're feeling that way. And I want us to all really move out of that place of shaming each other for making decisions that appear to not be rational because things don't feel so rational right now. And we're in a state of where I'm at right now is we're not able to gather in large 
meetings, large concerts are being canceled, church, live churches being canceled, schools are being canceled. Our daughter is home the next couple of weeks because the school is out of, they just canceled school. And this is really unusual and can bring a lot of feelings, including panic and anxiety and overwhelm. I want to just validate that those feelings are real. And I want to normalize this anxiety that feelings are human and they give us an important amount of information about what's going on for us. When we feel that fear, it really can be that time to check in and determine what's going on that's feeling or that's bringing on that sense of fear. What I know is that as we move through those feelings, we then can get that higher understanding about what any particular situation might be. But as humans, I see, and as a therapist, I see that people have to move through the feelings first, that kind of physical experience, in order then to get more of that um, larger state of what it all means to them. Last time on the last podcast, episode 43, we talked about fear and anxiety in a lot of depth. And we talked about fear is the feeling, the response to a known threat, and anxiety is the response to an unknown threat. And that's really what's going on now is different senses of what that fear and anxiety might look like. But it's really real right now for people. We talked last week about what you should do to lessen those feelings of fear and anxiety. Once you can do that, then you can move into that more spiritual and mindful way of being present in the world. If you want to know some of the ideas about how to lessen the fear and anxiety, I really recommend you go back and listen to episode 43, which will give you some really step-by-step ways to lessen fear and anxiety. When we find that we're doing something that is kind of different, like stocking up on toilet paper or stocking up on sanitizer or stocking up on water, that we're really trying to do it as a way to alleviate our fear and to help us feel better. But really, it doesn't work and it doesn't bring peace. It might bring peace that you bought it, but... I'm talking about wanting to get down inside to that deep sense of knowing that we're at peace, that deep sense of knowing that we're being taken care of in more of a spiritual, in more of a spiritual kind of way. When we haven't looked at the feelings, it's hard to move into that spiritual position and we then feel real powerless. In order to look at that spiritual aspect of whatever's going on, It means that we're going to have to connect to our spirit and what is our sense of what spirituality is and what does it mean to us to be more spiritual, which really requires us to get in touch with that higher sense of purpose, that higher sense of purpose for ourselves, and move beyond the physical world in order to move into more of that ethereal kind of um, everlasting world is kind of the best way I can put it. But it helps to start considering how you connect to your spiritual side. Not everybody is connected. I know you're not all necessarily going to feel connected to that spiritual side. I have been working on being in touch with my spiritual side for years. So it comes a lot easier to me than it does to some others. And I don't want you to think that you can't do it just because you haven't done it yet. But when there's a time of crisis where there's kind of this worldwide feeling of overwhelm and anxiety and panic that 
this really is the time for us to dig deep and look into what that spiritual side means to us. But it takes effort to move into that spiritual side. It takes some kind of conscious connection and and moving in that direction. I encourage you to think about how you're connected to your spiritual sides. And I was thinking of some questions you might be able to ask yourself or to journal on in order to feel to feel more connected to that spiritual side. One of the questions that I really like is what do I believe is really true about myself in this world? What do I believe to be true about myself in this world? That really connects us with that sense of that higher purpose and kind of like what am I here for is is kind of the question that goes with that. That's one question. The next question is what do I believe to be true about life in general? And that's another deep, deep question that really can connect you to what is your sense of a higher purpose? What do you believe to be true? Because I think we all have that sense of knowing about ourselves and that connection, but we might not um, label it as spirituality. And I'm just going to label as that for all of us. Partly for me, the connection to my spiritual side is about being kind, being connected with others. And knowing that there's always a higher purpose for everything that happens in my life, even when I don't recognize it at the time, that's often what it is, is is I know that through all the experience that I've had is that there is a reason, a connection to a higher purpose for everything that happens. But sometimes I have to wait until later to reflect back on it to know what exactly that means. And I want to consider that for you, that that's also what might be happening. I know that in order to get into that spiritual understanding, get connected with that spiritual side, it does take that effort that I talked about a little bit ago. And it takes having some daily actions and things that we do in order to connect more with that spiritual side. Some of those things to do I talk about often. I talk about journaling and we have lots of podcasts on that. I talk about meditation I like to use Insight Timer as one way to have a meditation app that I use to get more silent and connected. Also prayer, and that can come from whatever tradition you're in and what your faith is about. And prayer can be that more conscious connection to that higher spirit, that higher self, that connection to God, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call it. And also another way to have that spiritual connection on a daily basis is to be in nature, to breathe, to walk in nature. There is something so soothing about being in the trees and listening to the wind or um, listening to your feet on the leaves, going to the ocean and listening to the waves crash. That is a really grounded way of getting connected with that higher purpose and that sense of spirituality. When I just talked about the things that you can do that are always a connection to that sense of that spiritual side, there are really some things that you can lessen in order to get connected to that spiritual side. So get this idea that there are things that you should do more of and there are things that you could do less of because they really kind of restrict our connection with our higher spirit. And some of these things that you can lessen or even stop is disconnect from the media Let go of listening to all of that information, all of the news, all of the social media, and 
turn it off. Just turn it off because that's really not where your higher sense and your higher purpose is at. And that can often be where more of the anxiety and fear comes from is from listening from too much media. There is this thing that happens to us when we listen to the same thing over and over again. I remember that in um, 9-11 that there was this constant plane of the planes crashing into the Twin Towers over and over again. And what it began to feel like was that it was it was traumatizing us over and over and over again and making us feel like it was going on continually. Hi, everyone. This is Kim, and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six-Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul, as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. Another thing you can lessen or stop is disconnect from the television. Disconnect from being so connected with whatever's going on on TV and just let that all go. We don't need to know what's happening at every moment of the day and everything that's occurring. Lastly, the disconnect from the phone. Having the alerts and knowing what's going on at all times just does not serve us overall and it can lead us to feeling more panicky and overwhelmed. Really, the number one way to move into that spiritual presence is to start developing more relationships. Now that we're some of us are quarantined and can't go out, some have children that are home from school or we're having to work from home, there's really a lack of relationship because what we've been told is that we need to start practicing what they're calling social distancing, where we have to keep a separation from each other. What I've been told is that social distancing is to stand six feet from another and to stay away from them and to stay out of large groups. When you're an extrovert like me, that is super tough. And truly, this is the time for us to be more connected than to be less connected with each other. That can be hard when we don't have that opportunity to be connected like we do at work or like we do at school. Now we're going to have to spend more conscious time getting to know each other and being more connected with each other and really developing that deeper relationship when we don't necessarily have that face-to-face contact. At this time in our history, it's actually really a lot easier. It's a lot easier to be connected because we can do that electronically. There are things like Um, being on the phone and talking with them, going on the internet and doing um, FaceTime or doing a Zoom call with people or having texts with each other. And the way to become more connected is there are some really simple questions you can ask of people to get to know where they're at. Three different questions I came up with is, how are you? And really asking them on a deep way, how are they doing? Another question is, what do you need? I think we need to be kind and ask each other what do they need in terms of maybe some food or to drop something off or to have regular connection. But there is a need to ask each other, what do you need? And really listen to what they say. Another thing to do is if there are older people or really isolated people, sick people around, ask them if they need anything. There was someone on a group that I follow that he said that he had some time this weekend and if there was any elderly person who was shut in that needed 
someone to go pick something up at the store for them, he would go do that. I thought that was super kind and endearing that he would offer it up to our neighborhood, to people that he didn't know, and would be willing to go and help them buy some staples or items that they might need that they couldn't get out because of this whole coronavirus, that if they're either isolated or in some kind of um, containment in their home, then they could get their needs met by somebody in the community. That helps develop relationships. When you have these conversations with people, I really want you to think about how you can focus on listening deeply to them. It's one thing to just really hear what people say, but to listen deeply to what they say, listen to their fears and their anxieties, and really move off of the idea that you need to correct them and tell them that how they're feeling is wrong or that it's not really a big deal. We're talking about people having feelings and we're what I'm suggesting is moving out of shaming each other for how they feel and just let them have a moment to share how they're feeling and what's really going on with them. When you listen to others and how they feel, it alleviates that sense of shame and it also helps them have a more corrective experience where they can develop a deeper understanding of what's going on for them and that will help them move more into that spiritual side. Remember once we are able to express our feelings, acknowledge our feelings, feeling heard by another with our feelings, we can then go to that deeper understanding of what is this all about for me and how is this connected to my more spiritual side? I encourage you to do that with others is to ask them to listen to you and to share with them how you're feeling. That's really that two-way relationship when you talk to people is part of developing relationships is listening to another, having that deep understanding, that deep sense of empathy for them, but also engaging with them and talking with them about how you're feeling. And you're probably going to have different feelings or different ways that you're seeing what's going on. And all that you feel, all that's going on is okay. And it's just exactly where you're at right now. If you feel that you're being invalidated, say that. Say, it feels like you're invalidating my feelings. I really need you to just listen how I'm feeling right now and empathize with where I'm at. I got to tell you, the empathy goes a long way to developing those relationships that really will last longer after this whole crisis of the coronavirus leaves. I think the most important question that we can ask ourselves if we're looking at this from a spiritual understanding is, what can I learn from this? This experience that we're going on, that we're all experiencing globally, can be an opportunity to move into what I call that high watch of being in that higher purpose, that higher sense of of knowing and understanding it and asking what we can learn from this each individually can get us into that that experience of that high watch what i found personally is is once i got through being able to express my fear feeling understood about my fear i now can look at how i'm feeling more divinely guided in terms of making decisions and being able to affirm that I have a higher purpose, that what's going on around me is for a higher good, even though I can't see it right now. What I know is when I'm connected to my spiritual side, I'm feeling more joy and more connection, even in the face of some chaos that's going around from me. Lastly, I want to say that what we really need right now is kindness and compassion 
for yourself and for others. Above all else, offer kindness and compassion in this time is critical for us all to feel connected and feel like we're going in the right direction. We can get lost and caught up in how scary it is and how vulnerable we feel and how powerless we are. But I promise you that when you move into kindness and compassion for yourself and for others, you're going to invite in that whole new world that's going to be marvelous and fantastic. And I don't know what that's going to look like. Once we move out of this time of what appears to be chaos, we're going to move into something that's even greater and better. And I know that to be the absolute truth with a capital T. Normally we have a doable for our podcast. And this week, I just want to invite you to embrace that spiritual side and embrace that sense of knowing that there is a higher purpose for you and a higher purpose for what's going on around you right now. And I'm going to affirm that for you. And I'm going to affirm that for me. And I'm going to affirm that for the world. This is Kim McLaughlin from the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I bless you and I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.